today's episode. Today we are gonna learn about Easter vocabulary. The 10 facts about Easter that you probably didn't know. Hi Wiggers! Welcome to one more episode of WigglePod. I'm Natalia, your teacher, and today we are gonna talk about Easter! Yes! So predictable! No, just kidding. Yes, guys, today's topic is Easter, and the first thing first, I would like to know, what is your relationship with Easter? Do you celebrate it? Do you eat chocolate treats? And probably, of course, if you are Catholic, you and your family, or either your family, have any kind of um, celebration around that. So, how is Easter for you? right? I want you to go to instagram.com slash wigglebr and answer that to me. Interact with us. We are looking forward to know how's Easter for you. To me, Natalia, Easter actually is my second favorite holiday. The top one, of course, is Christmas and New Year's Eve. That is my just like top one favorite holiday. And especially because I'm Brazilian, we celebrate it during the summer. So it's a celebration where we go to the beaches, we celebrate with family, there are so many parties, you know, like Christmas uh, meetings and a lot of food. However, Easter is the second one. I have Christian roots. I've been uh, raised inside the Catholic uh, church. So because of this background, Easter sounds really familiar to me. And of course, it's been some time since I stopped to go to the church, you know, just like to be a really uh, assiduous follower of the Christianism. However, the Easter is something that remained part of me. And uh, writing this episode and thinking about this contest, the Easter context, made me feel celebrative about it again, you know? So I'm really happy to be recording this and I'm looking forward to know what is your relationship with Easter, because to me, it's amazing. And that's why today I brought to you 10 facts about Easter, right? Probably you didn't know them, However, if you already know that, now you are going to know about that in English, right? So much more nice and much more interesting, okay? Let's start it off with the vocab of the day. Today's vocab couldn't be different. Get your pen and your paper, because today we are going to learn about Easter vocabulary celebration, right? This part is going to be totally close to the religion part, right? Because I know that most part of us Brazilian people and uh, anyone who celebrates it in a Christianity way, we have the whole week, what in Portuguese we would call Semana Santa. I thought that it would be nice to bring it to you, the nomenclature of this week, but in English, right? When we think about the whole week, we have some days, but this Holy Week starts exactly one week before the Easter Sunday. On today's episode, just to, to let it clear, I'm gonna compare all the nomenclature in English and Portuguese. However, if your mother tongue is another language like Spanish, Polish, I don't know, there are many possibilities, you can just hit us on Instagram and let us know the vocabulary too. It would be so nice to have your perspective on that, right? So hit us on instagram.com slash wigglebr if you have something nice to share with us, right? Okay, so let's go. Starting the Holy Week, what we would call in Portuguese Semana Santa, we have the Passion Sunday, okay? That is the Sunday 
that Catholic people celebrate the arrival of Jesus in uh, Jerusalem, something like that. Yes, it's also known as, in Portuguese, we call this Sunday Domingo de Ramos. However, in English, you have two possibilities to, to call this Sunday. First one is Palm Sunday, and the second one is Passion Sunday, right? Palm Sunday, I feel like it relates more to what we know, because this is related to the arrival of Jesus in, in the city, so it would be okay. I feel like it's clear for us. After that, we have Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, and Holy Wednesday. That is pretty much what we say in Portuguese. Uh, Segunda-feira santa, terça-feira santa, and quarta-feira santa. It doesn't change a lot. I feel like it's pretty much the same. And Wednesday, sometimes, for people who really follow the doctrine, we can also call it Spy Wednesday. That is when, um, if I'm not wrong, that's when Judas, just like, uh, tell the Romans the name of Jesus, like the one, you know, the one that they should kill. That's why some part of a uh, speaker, some writer celebration calls it oh, Spy Wednesday, okay? That spy goes for espio in Portuguese, right? So, no much new. And then we have the Maundy Thursday, okay? Or either Holy Thursday. For us who celebrate it in a Christian way, we know that this day is when Jesus cleaned the food of the followers, you know, and have the holy meal or something related to that. And in Portuguese, it would be, again, Quinta-feira Santa. Nothing new to us, right? The main difference that I could say that they're using the nomenclature, it is on Friday, right? In Portuguese, we call it Sexta-feira Santa. The same as the other days, right? However, in English, the name changes a little bit. They call it Good Friday. Yes, Good Friday. G-O-O-D, right? Good Friday. And on these days, people who, who celebrate that in a religious way commemorate the crucifixion of Jesus and subsequent his death, all right? And, of course, this is not a funny, this is not a nice celebration, but still, I know that the religious people celebrate it in a really sad way. They kind of do some representations. Here in Brazil, it's too strong. In the north part of Brazil, there is a huge theater celebration. People used to go on streets and play, someone plays Jesus and all the, um, the followers around him, etc. It's something really cinematography, but I don't know if it's gonna keep the same after all this that we are living, right? However, Good Friday goes for Sima, Sista Feira Santa, okay? After this, we have the Holy Saturday, or either Black Saturday, okay? In Portuguese, we would call it Sábado de Aleluia, that is the day after, you know, the day after the day that Jesus died. So I really don't know what it is related to this black, this name, Black Saturday. However, Holy Saturday and Sábado de Aleluia in Portuguese would be kind of the same, okay? And then after this, who are religious and uh, celebrated really deeply this, the oldest commemoration? You're gonna have the Easter vigil that it happens between um, Saturday and Sunday and during the night, you know. And then, of course, and finally, we have the Easter day on Sunday. The day that we celebrate the re renew, you know, like the great day, the great feast day, all right? And the apogee of 
Christian liturgy, all right? So all of these vocals are based on the Christian liturgy. And of course, I'm not really the best on that. However, I thought it would be really nice to know these names, okay? So now, if you travel or if you go to live in another country, just enjoy your holiday week because the names you already know. Now that we just had an overview into all this vocabulary, we can move to the 10 facts about Eastern that you probably didn't know. And if you know, now you know that in English, right? So here we go. The first fact is that I've been studying about Easter just to record this episode. The nicest thing that I, that I learned about that is if we get joined all the celebrations around the world, even the, the ones that are not related to the Christian doctrine, we can get a consensus in each one of them. All of the Easter celebrations related to religion or not, celebrates the life. Yes, and it was really nice to me. It was something that made me feel really inspired to celebrate even more the Easter day because I have never had this opportunity to study all of them and I know of course we know me I know you know that there are many celebrations like especially in the north part of Europe the eastern part of Europe that they do not celebrate the Christian Easter you know it's not like a religion celebration and of course in other scenarios like in Russia they celebrate the Orthodox Catholic, Orthodox Catholic um, celebration, and they are pretty different from our Catholicism. So in this case, it's really nice to know that they are a point of connection. And this point is the celebration of life, because for the countries in the north part of uh, the, the, the planet, they are celebrating the come of spring. And we here in the downside of the the planet we are celebrating the come of autumn they are pretty opposite however we all celebrate it as this the celebration of life you know so that it was really nice to to get this point that even if we're talking about russia they are celebrating the same thing as us catholic or non-catholic people the celebration of life okay and then it takes us to the second point Eggs have been seen as an ancient symbol of fertility. White springtime is considered to bring a new life and rebirth, like we are saying, you know, based on the first, the first topic. Uh, the, the eggs are something dated really old, really, even before the, the Christianity celebration. So the eggs were there since the spring started, you know, since the, the community of people the old one, the elders people, like many centuries ago, decided that it was a celebration, you know, the Easter was a, a spring celebration, and the eggs were there, and since then, they are the symbol of fertility, and um, all the the happiness and the life that the springtime bring to them, brought to them, used to brought to them after the heavy and deep cold winter. So it is really interesting to see how it works. You know, the how the religion and the pagan people relate. How something is part of other. I really like this scenario. The third fact. Americans spend 1.9 billion on Easter candy. That's the second biggest candy holiday after Halloween. 
I don't know about American people, but us Brazilian people also spend a lot of money on that. It it is like something of amazing the way that we celebrate Easter with so many chocolate and so many treats especially who has kids at home when I was a child every Easter was like a hunting bunny a hunting eggs there were always something related to this chocolate eggs you know so it was really strong in my my family I know that it's not like this right nowadays we are going through so many shit because of pandemic so I don't know how it's gonna uh, be this year celebration based on this on these problems however i truly believe that it's not gonna change so much maybe we are not gonna spend so much money in these uh, easter candies however we are gonna celebrate it anyway and if you think about 1.9 billion dollars it's a lot of money on chocolate treats isn't that yes okay what takes us to the fourth curiosity for a fact 70% of Easter candy purchased is chocolate. Yes, here in Brazil, I only know the celebration based on chocolate eggs, you know? We have never had the celebration of like common eggs, like salty eggs or real eggs, like panting real eggs, it's not part of us. Since I know myself as a person, I realized that we celebrate it with chocolate. However, in other countries, all the candies, like um, some gums, bubble gums, also the caramels, they are part of this celebration, you know? So in Brazil, it's not the case. However, in other countries, there are these another candies to celebrate that. However, they are not the main idea, the main star of this, <laughs> rock star of this celebration, because 70% of Easter candy purchased is chocolate, right? Five effect. 70% of Americans think the ears of a chocolate bunny should be the first to be eaten. Yeah, I don't know how you have this at your place. However, at my place, we don't eat uh, a lot of bunnies. You know, we eat the eggs for my chocolate. So it doesn't apply to me. However, we I know that we Brazilian people, we have some kind of term like this with tortuguita. If you were a Brazilian person, you, for, of course know what I'm talking about. If you were not, just hit me on Instagram, okay, instagram.com slash wegobr, and I can explain to you what is the meaning of tortuguita, okay? Talking about the, the celebration, they do, and uh, they think that the ears of the, the bunny, the chocolate bunny, should be the first to be eaten, and I totally agree with them. I eat first the um, inside part of my egg, my chocolate egg, and afterwards I go to the bands, you know? But I don't know, it's not something really related, okay? Fact number six. In the past, egg dyes were once made out of natural items, such as onion peels, tree bark, flower petals, and juices. Yes. In the past, before chocolate was something... I don't know if you know, but chocolate treats were the main idea of Easter only in 19th century. It started the, the chocolate thing. However, b before that, it was only the eggs, you know, because they didn't have the, the use of getting chocolate treats. So before this, the eggs were dyed. All right, and the eggs, they, they used to die like in the medieval era. I don't know. 
Maybe they did it with natural items, like the aboriginals used to do with paintings to their faces, etc. So it's really nice because I didn't know that onion peels would be used to dye anything, you know? So in this case, well, well done, really nice to know that. But yes, of course, tree bark, flower petals and juices to, to dye the eggs. Really interesting, I should do it with the kids. If you have kids, I, I totally recommend you to try that, okay? And then we go to the seventh fifth fact. There is much debate about this practice of dying eggs, you know? I didn't know, but there are some studies that show that uh, it, it makes really bad to the healthy of the teak that is inside the egg, you know? So it may, uh, it's kind of, uh, if you dye an egg, you're gonna kill the tick that probably would be alive inside that egg so it's not nice in this case there are some people who are against the dying eggs celebration you know and that's really nice because i didn't know that not even in portuguese i didn't know that until nowadays it remained this use of a dying egg not even the other the opposite that dying egg it's bad for the chick's life really interesting Fact number eight, the first story of a rabbit bringing the, the egg, the Easter egg, named Easter Bunny, hiding eggs in a garden, was published in 1680. It means it was 75th century. Can you imagine? It's been four centuries with this history around Easter Bunny. That's really interesting. But also, we have a great reason for changing cheeks into bunnies, you know? Like, it totally makes sense. Fact number nine. Easter takes place on Sunday after the 40-day period called Lent. In Portuguese, I'm pretty sure that we call it Quaresma, okay? Quaresma Lent. Lent is referred to as a time of fasting, but participants focus more on giving up on significant indigence. That is pretty much what we do in, during Quaresma. We call it in Portuguese Quaresma, okay? So Quaresma Lent. And if you were religious, probably in this period of Lent, you let it go some, some things, you know, some things that you probably like to do, but they are not good for your Christian health life. Interesting, I didn't know that they used to practice this land thing outside Brazil because I know that Brazil is truly Christian country and we celebrate it here in Brazil because of this. But I didn't know that it also exists in another scenarios. Really interesting to know. Dun -dun -dun -dun. And fact number 10. The White House Easter Egg Row event has been celebrated by the President of the United States and their families since 1878. Yes, many centuries ago. No, just kidding. It was two centuries ago. Yes, first of all, I don't know if you know, but every Easter, all the, some families get united in the White House, yes, in the United States, to roll some eggs, to do some... Um, egg roll celebration you know and this is a competition for for children this is really interesting i have never imagined that i have never had this background i just find it out really didn't know about it 
But it's really nice to know that it's a two-century celebration. And also in this celebration, it's not related to chocolate treats. It's all celebrated to this, uh, it's connected, the celebration is connected to this live thing of Easter. I found it out during this, the research to do this episode to, to point to these 10 facts and it was really interesting. I love that. guys you could just found it out 10 facts about it i hope you've enjoyed that and of course i want to know your feedback just hit us on instagram instagram.com slash i will be waiting for your report right so that's it see you next week bye